Okay, so I'd like to make a formal apology for some comments. Stephen, why are you on your phone? What are you doing? I was just closing all my stuff out before we started. I didn't see your finger moving or anything. You're looking at something. Rudy has a computer. I'm I'm sure he's researching topics or something, right? Crypto for the crypto corner. I actually was just looking at crypto. I'm on Twitter now, though, for full uh, disclosure. Get off Twitter. It's crypto Twitter. It doesn't matter. I don't care. It's cri- crypto. You ever Twitter. hear of stocktwits.com? No. I guess I guess you didn't want to hear my my uh, joke of the day, but that's okay. You know that's fine. I'd like to make an apology for some jokes we made last episode. We had Patrick on, and well, it's really Patrick's fault. Uh, we'll call him like on the next episode and talk to him about it. It was a very like pressured environment. We he, all felt pretty intimidated. Yes, yes. Uh, he's 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 a pretty tall guy, and uh, for you, he made some jokes about uh, the Holocaust, the Shoah. While pretending to be Fran Drescher, Nanny Fine, Fran Fine. And uh, we went along with the jokes. We were laughing, having a good time, making fun of the Holocaust. And uh, some listeners of ours are survivors of the Holocaust, the Shoah. And uh, they weren't too happy about it. And so I'd like to formally apologize. Uh, I'm sure you guys also apologize. Uh, And uh, it's kind of embarrassing because to be quite honest i it wasn't until the holocaust survivors contacted me that i found out the holocaust was real uh for a long time i thought it was just a plot device and a uh origin story for magneto in uh the first x-men film from 2001 was that 2001 around there i'm sure okay so the- to everyone who was offended lachaim let's get this show on the road we're sorry fran i'm not Welcome to a very solemn, somber day at the horse house. Everyone's kind of in a mellow, sad mood right now. Rudy and Steven got here about 30 minutes ago, and they haven't spoken one word since. Uh, Rudy has been... The only thing Rudy's been really saying is just, I chill. I speak in sneezes now. I'm very healthy. What's, what is what is the allergic reaction going on here, Rudy? I, I licked a dog earlier today. Oh, okay. You fucked and a I, dog? Yeah. yeah. Licked it with my penis. Rudy, that's not the kind of chapstick you put on your lips, Rudy. Uh, go with Burt's Bees, not dog. Dog cum. Not dog cum. Uh, that's gross. Welcome to the Horse House. I am your host, Tristan Horse. Back here. Back right in your ears. I'm here in your ears yet again for episode 14. Can you feel us? Of Welcome to the Horse House. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse, for episode 14 of Welcome to the Horse House. Welcome. I am joined here with um, two very close friends of mine. Uh, please introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Rudy. I don't fuck dogs. Always pod horse, horse house for a living. Never had a chance to not pod. It's a given. We are good friends and Pete Buttigieg is winning. Always pod the horse, horse house. Hey, it's you. We had some... Mayor Pete, Mayor Pete, Mayor Pete dance. You know, I'm a big fan of the Mayor Pete dance. Uh, it's like kind of like an epi- epileptic seizure. Uh, which, um, oh no, it wasn't... Uh, never mind, I was going to say something about Sage Stallone, the dead son of Frank Stallone. Fred, Fred Stallone, Frank Stallone. Fred Astaire. Um, Sylvester Rogers. Stallone. Sage, Sage... Sage Stallone. What he died happening? in 2012. I was watching a movie and they dedicated it to Sage Stallone. And I guess he died in 2012. That so, was the crow thing, right? So rest in peace, uh, Sage Stallone. What was that? That was the crow, right? No, that was Bruce Lee's um, very white looking son. Bruce but, uh, Lee's very. Uh, you realize he was wearing makeup son. in that movie, right? Oh, uh, was he? Oh, yeah. shit. I thought he was His really... very white looking son with a 
smudges of black skin I d- around I his just, eyes. I just thought that he always was wore a, a trench coat. I thought he was just a very white or something. I don't know, but um, that, oh, that's not a good one. Asian. You know, the thing is though with me, the thing is, you know, okay, listen, I respect it. Oriental, it's out. Asians in. We're ox. You know, I don't get offended when someone calls me Occidental. Yeah. It's you almost I mean? like you didn't go to China in like the 1800s and everyone was calling you an Oriental there was <laughs> or an Occidental. My, uh, it's almost like Occidental has never been used as a slur because Occidentals have always been in power. Oh I was just going to say because Occidental yeah. sounds cool. Steven, that Oriental was, sounds kind of lame. Steven, that was probably oh, one of the yeah, that's worst. what you were talking about when going to China in the 1800s, Rudy. That was Rudy, what you were talking Steven, about. Steven, that was probably one of the most awful things ever said on the podcast. I'm probably never going to just... You, 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 you complain when I talk. <laughs> You complain when I don't talk. You won't let me say my joke well, of the day. I complain you won't when let, you, you start you bringing... When I, let him say his hate, joke of the day. No, you hate when I bring bring topics to the pod. You, you always cut them bring, out. Uh, you made me sound like a pedophile on last week's pod. You... You make yourself sound like a pedophile. You applauded him whenever he said that I fucked a six-year-old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Shut Steven. the fuck up. And no, no, just, to be fair... Tristan applauded me when I said you fucked a six-year-old. Yeah, because you were parroting what he said. Yeah. Is it parroting so, or parroting? Parroting. Parroting. Who? Like you are a parrot. What? So not only are you a sycophant, you're also a pedophile Excuse apologist. me. Steven, what's your joke of the day? Just so we can get into the horse house. He pulled up his notes. the podcast. What's, what's the joke of the day? Tell me, please. What if instead of Texas Pete, it was sepsis Pete? <laughs> <laughs> That's... Okay. You're getting a horse on that. Well done, Steven. See, we, we want to hear your jokes of the day. And it tastes like dying. Mm. Well, no, 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 Sepsis, Pete. No, please, Sepsis Pete, sir. Sepsis Pete. Tristan, just please remember Sepsis Pete. Yeah, that was a good joke, Stephen. So, so we were recording the new episode, this episode on Saturday night, and my computer. We don't have to talk about my computer crashed. My computer crashed forty nine minutes into one of the best pods we've ever recorded, and I think this is honestly why. The mood is so somber in here. Not it's for me. I, I'm always in a good mood. These are the quiet ones. I, I've been talking all day. I've been going crazy. So excited for everything. I'm proud of you. I That's bet. so different than normal. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and so from 11:30 to about 4 a.m., Rudy worked tirelessly trying to debug the computer. Um, you know, uh, you know, he was debugging harder than uh, harder de- than the people that invented prep. So now is the time in the show where we tip a little bit into the Horse House voicemails. Uh, so this is the segment of the Horse House where we listen to voicemails. Uh, Stephen, what's our number? Our number is 321-323-9521. Again, that is 321-323-9521. Brought to you by Jewel Electronic Cigarettes. First one, we have one, two, three, four, five, five voicemails today. So uh, let's take a listen. Hey boys, uh, this is Chris. Oh. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to yet again wish you guys just a really good show. And uh, yeah, you know, you guys just keep keep. Uh, <clears throat> Okay. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you, Chris, Chris. <laughs> back at it again with the very encouraging voicemail. Very we, kind words. We really appreciate it. Uh, all right. Chris is very handsome. Yes, he is very handsome. I can't stress that enough. A very handsome good friend of mine. He does not sound like it on that voicemail, but he very much is. Yeah. Very handsome, very um, available. Uh, this is a long one. Okay, so uh, let's listen. Yeah, I was wondering you guys had any uh, paranormal experiences. I had kind of something more like sleep paralysis when I was about... 14, I was laying awake in bed, and I heard as if somebody standing directly over me just go, hi. And, uh, you know, naturally I was terrified, and I just hid under the blanket until I fell asleep, and I've worn earplugs in my ears every night ever since. Pretty weird, huh? Have a good one, boys. Thank you. Um, well, considering that um, sleep paralysis is all in your head, it is not paranormal. Where in not paranormal? Wearing earplugs to sleep to to defend yourself against someone saying hi inside of your skull. 
Yeah, it's not going to work. Well, there, but there is a certain like psychological comfort. Like, I guess so. Yeah. You are afraid of monsters until your parent checks the closet. And I'm tells still you afraid of monsters. Yeah, they're called the Democratic yeah. Party. Damn. Thank you, Jesse Lee Peterson, telling us about the children of the lie. <laughs> Amazing. Um, um, go ahead, Rudy. I was just I was going to get a more sleep paralysis shit. Like, I have a story about that. You I, go I first. Can, I can understand though how like psychologically. I am protecting myself, and that could maybe, like, click something in your brain. Yeah, but you're just, like, fucked. Like, because the way sleep paralysis works, the reason why it is sleep paralysis is because your your body essentially paralyzes you. Yeah. So you don't, like, knock yourself out in your sleep. So the idea is you wake up while those chemicals are still active, and your brain starts going, oh, fuck, why can't I move? Panic mode. And, like, between, like, adrenaline and I'm sure, like, different, like, neurochemicals, it's like, oh, there is a demon in here. Mm-hmm. I had sleep paralysis one time. I knew something was watching me. What was your what, what was the story? What's the story just, on that? Just like I woke up, I was laying on my side, um, and I had a um, I had like a corner table nightstand. Yeah, um, that was behind me, and I knew that there was something crouched Oof. like on the table. Oof! Like bad. I knew it. Yeah, like more bad. than I've ever yeah, known. That's anything. really bad. Yeah, that's not good. I've never experienced. I what I was just like agreeing. <laughs> Super interesting. That's not good. You are going to die. <laughs> like like, I, your brain is all kinds of fucked. Bucko. I don't I don't enjoy that. I I but I was all I was gonna say is I've I've never truly experienced sleep paralysis. I just have like it's dope. I yeah. have I have incredibly realistic nightmares that oh, really? feel incredibly. I don't real, have nightmares or dreams, and they happen like every night. But other than that, dreams just I've mean never, you're sad. They do. This is what I say. Dreams just mean you're sad. I don't think that's true, but um, thunder only happens when it's raining. Dreams only mean you're sad. True. Dreams only mean that you're sad. Mm-hmm. I always misunderstood that. Misunderstood that verse. Um, I, I used to have pretty bad sleep paralysis. I, I, I one time I fell asleep. One time I fell asleep on my couch, and um, that's the end of the story. And yeah, one time I fell asleep on my couch. All right, next voicemail. Uh, no, but. I fell asleep on my couch, and um, I remember waking up. Because in sleep paralysis, you think you've, you've woken up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I woke up, and I couldn't move, and I looked out my window, and there was like an old man, like a super old man with a white beard, and just furious, very emaciated, no, just looking at me through the window. And I looked up at the ceiling, and there were cobwebs all over my ceiling, and there's a balcony above me, and there's someone peering over the balcony at me. That just sounds like a like a night terror. Like, that doesn't sound like sleep paralysis. I couldn't move. Yeah, but that could have just been a dream. Some would tell you that no. you were uh, seeing spirits of the dead. Sometimes that's not real, and I rebuke that. But uh, I just was saying sometimes. that some would be saying, not me. Have you guys had any paranormal experiences, though? I haven't. No, I'm a human that exists in the 21st century. Okay, Steven. Rudy, you can say that in a way that doesn't make you seem like such a giant asshole. No. Uh, Man, the, it, it's tense in the horse I'm, house today. The it really is. I am heel character. Come at me, baby face. I, I, don't, I don't really think I've ever had one. I can't say that I have. Never, never anything paranormal. Never anything, like, extraterrestrial. Yeah. Like, have I been, like, spooked from time to time? Yeah. Like, but I've never been able to place anything, like, specifically, like, there was something there that was mm-hmm. foreign or alien yeah. or not. Well, if it was anything that was actually paranormal, you probably wouldn't be able to tell. Right? Because mm. it, it would be, it would probably be taking the shape of another thing. I suppose. Right. Next voicemail. Probably smell some rust. Well, can we, can we talk? I, I want to pump the brakes really quick. Rudy is the biggest supposed skeptic on the horse house but there are two words that you can say in a specific order well, that word. will that will send rudy do we directly even... off the well it's edge. not cool because that's how you call him so don't we're talking about skinwalkers if like you say that. the phrase skinwalker rudy right. will literally so, go is his sympathetic nervous system will go into i, I just don't like of, it fight or flight i don't like it hey sorry steven sorry i don't like the idea of a thing that can uh pretend to be other things and also can snap your femur like a toothpick okay but you literally just said two minutes ago i'm a human being in the 21st century i'm strong but, but brain. he's also na- he's also native american so he has yes. every right to believe in the skin walker. yeah it's a uh what's it, uh, it's an epigenetic Not- fear yeah oh uh, yeah it's, it's my genetic memory yeah it's yeah. carried down <laughs> all right next voicemail I should probably not say, but I fucked Frank this year. All right, thank you. <laughs> next, next one. 
<laughs> Thank you, Megan Mullally, for calling next, in. Next one. If you're 100% impatient, you'll give up at the first dude so you can fuck Frank and never make it to where you want to go. All right. So this is Frank is doing this. Um, it's some sort of like um, text to speech kind of uh, thing. So thank deep you, Frank. fake, deep fake. Yeah. Um, and here's our last one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Was that it? No. It's it's still got, it's forty four seconds long. We hear faint screams in the background. Yeah. All right, it's getting near the end. All right, where's the jump scare? So, oh, hello. <laughs> Stupid, stupid. We have really, we have really good listeners. Whatever you said, you we so have much. five voicemails. I got so excited. It was like, wow, five quality <laughs> voicemails that we could riff off of. It's really great, isn't it? Oh, we have one more. Welcome to Google Voice. Oh. Never mind. Never mind. It was, it was, it, 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 it was the welcome uh, thing. All right. So, thank you guys. Uh, leave a voicemail at. Um, I actually have the number right here. You can reach us at three two one three two three nine five two one. The horse house voicemail brought to you by Jewel Electronic Cigarettes. Bring back mango. So I downloaded Disney Plus recently. I've really been enjoying it. I uh, I lift. I lift while watching it. They have all the old Disney shows. While I'm channeling the essence and might and spirit of Yukio Mishima. 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 Leota Machida. I uh, I pump iron and I watch Disney Plus and uh, they have everything Disney's ever made except for one movie. Can you guys guess it? Song of the South. Song, Song of the, the South. <laughs> Song of yeah. the South. I want a Song of the South for modern day. It would, who would play Uncle Remus? Morgan Freeman will do anything. Yeah, it's true. What a really? fall from grace. Yeah, Morgan Freeman used to be like like a like a like an A one actor. I was thinking like a like a reimagined Uncle Remus that's more a little bit more edgy. So I'm gonna go with Denzel Washington. I like Denzel Washington. Uh, but yeah, they don't have Song of the South. Uh, my grandma knew back in the 80s one of the kids from that movie. Hell they almost dated. Um, he was one of the little black boys in the movie. And they almost dated. Yeah, I know, right? Scandalous. And, uh, scandalous for the 1980s. And um, and so yeah, they don't have Song of the South. They don't even distribute that. Like the, the only way to find that is on like VHS, I think. Yeah, right? they even took it out of the Walmart bargain bins. Is that is that is that actually true? I'm, is that, I'm is that sure. a thing? Um, that is kind of that would be on the bargain bins, but um, it, it's a shame. And they also, uh, that's one of those movies that's just kind of been scrubbed out of. That's why I yeah. always tell people, don't rely on digital. Get physical copies of things. Yeah, because the way things are going now, they're gonna start taking like John Wayne movies out of distri- distribution. Well, I mean, everything. Any, I think. Sorry, go ahead. Rita. Any digital copy you get of anything you don't own. Mm-hmm. Like that's like yeah, like the best best argument for piracy mm-hmm. is like if I pay for a subscription service or if I yeah. pay for a license to a to a disc, yeah. right? Like you don't own that unless like you actually have like something on yeah. your hard drive. Like I have Mandy, yeah, Amazon Prime Video. I bought Mandy. It's on digital. If I delete my Amazon account, yeah, right. Guess what? It's gone. I mean, you've essentially like bu- you've paid for the license to that movie. Exactly. Not yeah, the movie. that's that's no bueno. Buy DVDs. Buy Blu-rays. I still have a Blu-ray player. Pirate everything. <laughs> You know, don't pirate support everything any in Minecraft. Art. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I won't get into pirating just for safety issues, but um, but yeah, pirate things if you guys want. I watched in Cap- Minecraft. I watched Captain Phillips, and it looked like it didn't really end well. But what I was going to say was, what? no, what? Because it's pirates. Oh, that's <laughs> anyway. What I wanted to say was, oh, I'm sorry, you didn't get it at the. In- <laughs> Fine, Stephen. Yeah, it was a good joke. All right. All right. Well, thanks. I appreciate. For once, you giving me some due difference. Yeah. Uh. Uh. I. I. I really think with the whole songs of the South thing, there's like two ways you can go with it, right? <sighs> Look, it, are are any of us saying that like songs of the South is an incredible film? A song of, of the South. Um. It was technologically speaking, it was very advanced it's and pretty it, good. It, it's a landmark in cinema. Yes. I think I, 
I agree that technologically it was really cool. I'm not even really arguing whether it's good art or bad art because that's like a slippery slope mm-hmm. in terms of censorship. I think you can go the Disney route and just pretend it didn't exist, yeah. which doesn't really work. But like, did you ever see what Warner Brothers was doing for like their re-releases of like old like yeah, text? Yeah, how they prefaced it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I really think that is the way to go. Why like, even just, preface it? Well, I think it's imp- it's important to recognize because people are gonna watch a cartoon from the '30s and be like, "Wow, why? Whoa, they made this? They they should know it was a a film of its time." I mean, there is you don't like- even need anything to be prefaced. Okay, but when you're teaching people, it doesn't matter if they should know it. The reality is they don't. Also, there's an argument to be made that like whenever you platform certain things, like disclaimers are meant to go there. Like maybe like I disavow this, but also this is part of history. You know, yeah, I'm being a hard ass. I agree with you guys about that. Like, and and like, have you ever actually read the Warner Brothers trigger warning? Yeah. Like, Don't call. Um, okay, I'm not on your guys' side I'm anymore. I'm not on your guys' side anymore. I called it that as a joke. To oh, okay. You. It's not literally called that. <laughs> oh, okay. Horse note. <laughs> You're back to my good graces, Steven. The cartoons you're about to see are products of their time. They may depict some of the ethnic and racial prejudices that were commonplace in American society. These depictions were wrong then and are wrong today. While the following does not represent the Warner Brothers' view of today's society, these cartoons are being presented as they were originally created, because to do otherwise would be the same as claiming these prejudices never existed. Yeah, I respect that. I can respect that. I mean, like, you're right. Should people know that if they're going to read a book from the 1800s or watch a TV show from the 1940s, yeah. that there's going to be certain, like, things that they're mm-hmm. going to go, oh, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, you should know, but, like, not to be pedantic about it. There's a difference between they yeah. should know and they do know. And for future listeners, we are currently in 1938 right now. But, you know, speaking of movies that were just, like, wiped from existence, well, this was never even released. Do you guys know about The Day the Clown Cried? the fuck is that is that joker was it the working title for joker let me see the day the clown cried it was a jerry you guys know jerry lewis the comedian from the 60s and shit yes it was the day the clown cried it was made 1972 and it was never released um i'm surprised you guys never heard of this it it was about a clown who's in the concentration camp in full-on makeup like the entire time he's yeah we just apologized Um, for this kind of shit of the head of the podcast so wikipedia the day the clown cried is an unreleased 1972 swedish french drama film directed by and starring jerry lewis Uh, the film was met with controversy regarding its premise and content which features a circus clown who was imprisoned in a nazi concentration camp fuck um lewis jerry lewis uh, repeatedly insisted that the day the clown cried would never be released because it was an embarrassingly bad work uh which he was ashamed despite his statements and interviews that he arranged for the film to never be screened there are reports that he donated a copy of the film to the library of congress in 2015 and it's not to be screened until 2024 so in four years we, get we will see. have a formal review of the day the clown cried. Have you guys ever heard of Fury of the Demon? No, what is that? Um, we were just talking about like movies that like are banned or whatever, and I was just thinking about it. Fury of the Demon was made by I don't remember the dude's name, but it was the same French director that directed uh, A Trip to the Moon. Yeah. Um, uh, Lumiere, 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 my, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, George, George Milas, Millet, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, it was one of the short films that he made at the peak of his career was called Fury of the Demon, Mm -hmm. and, um, it was like made in 1897. Um, let me just read this from an article because I think it would be more beneficial from me telling the story. Um, the film Fury of the Demon was released with Millet's name listed as the creator, but many think it was actually a forgery crafted by one of his pupils, one obsessed with magic and the occult named Sicarius. Regardless, in 1897, the short screened once and reportedly caused the audience to go insane. The oh, film- we talked about this before. Yeah, have we on the pod? Yeah, about that French theater that went insane. Oh, yeah. We've but, never but actually I've, talked about it. We never talked about what film We've it was and shit. Yeah. But uh, in 1939, Todd Browning, the guy who made Dracula. Yeah. Um, released a feature called Miracles for Sale, but at the beginning, he he screened Fury of the Demon uh, beforehand, and supposedly the screening of the short caused the audience to erupt in mass hysteria. People ripped their hair out and fought fellow audience members. You're joking. Eventually, a fire broke out, and six people died in the chaos. (laughs) 
Hell yeah. They, they, they also screened the same movie at um, the Triangle Shirt, Shirt Race Factory, right? Mm-hmm. Very funny. Very funny. So, but but they made a documentary about it in 2012, which I haven't seen. I want to watch I, the movie. I would like to see. I, I don't know. But uh, Edgar Allan Wallace, who supposedly found a copy of the film and screened in 2012 for a very small group of French film scholars, apparently in, he claims that in that screening of the film yeah. scholars, it a violence broke out again. You're joking. I'm, I'm not. I'm just. Wait, I'm, is this available online? I, I would not know. Well, just type in the title of the movie on Google. Okay. I, the Day of the Demon? Fury of the Demon. Fury of the Demon. Fury Road. That made me erupt into um, ejaculation in the theater while watching that. It's a great movie. That's a fart. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. <laughs> that was not that, that was, was not a good fart. one. That was a um that that, that that's a stain on my shirt um, from watching Fury Road. Yeah. <laughs> See, see, Rudy, you take bad jokes and you make them good. Thank you, sir. Stephen, what have you found? You can't buy the movie off of the Wikipedia page, Stephen. Oh, he's still on the Wikipedia page? Yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> it's fake. He, oh, is it? He opened the synopsis and then just immediately went, fuck this. Wait, wait, what's fake? The, the, the story of the film, it's fake. Hey, guys, this is Tristan in the editing suite of the... Uh, of the brand new uh, horse house uh, studio. Uh, just uh, just interrupting here for a second. Uh, the film doesn't exist at all. It was a uh, documentary, a mockumentary about a fake film uh, by Miles. So, uh, yeah, sorry. Hey guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a fresh pod. You gotta save that for next time. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta apologize it, for it after the fact. It, it did. So the story of the people in 1897 going insane—that's also yeah. fake. Yeah, who made it up? Some fucking asshole. <laughs> you you look you look actually very defeated right now. I am. I got super because, excited. You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Peeling back behind the curtain. I hate doing this. I really do. But it was just like Saturday night. It was so it was so it was so cold in the horse house. Our new beautiful studio, and we were in such high spirits. We were christening the horse house, new studio, beautiful in here. Tristan did not die. Everyone was very worried about him after his injury, and we'll get get to that. And he was healthy, and he was happy, and we just had like an hour straight of. All killer, no filler, nothing seconds. but the hits. Forty nine seconds, forty nine minutes. Okay, so we had forty nine minutes of like perfect pod. And it was gone. It was gone. gone. An instant, yeah. I just can't recapture that magic. I just can't right Send now. I'm trying phone. so hard, and I get a great story, and some fucking asshole from like Croatia or something decided it's not real. Do so, you really think somebody would do that, Stephen? To me, just yes. go on the internet and tell lies. Yeah, someone lying on the internet. It's strange. It's like what? Uh, it's it's what? like what Abraham Lincoln once said. You can't trust all of the quotes you find on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would get run over by a get it because the internet wasn't around when he was alive. Mr. Musk, run me over with your sensual truck. Do you remember he wasn't alive? Uh, the internet wasn't around when he was um terrorizing the south remember that so a couple days ago i posted on the official horse house podcast twitter account at duh underscore horse underscore house that i was a little bit of an accident i was showering i just got done i just got done with an awesome workout in my dojo my personal dojo and uh I was yet again channeling the spirit essence and uh, nationalistic energy of Yukio Mishima, uh, the great uh, Japanese poet, author, and actor. You really want to fuck this guy, huh? And uh, he died in 1970, so... Uh, I hope he sees this. Is it legal to fuck skeletons in Japan? I don't know, and I don't care, Rudy. I'm trying to tell a story here. And I was in the shower, getting all soaped up, all clean, ready to crawl into my bed... And like, um, like someone like Bernie Sanders, like an old, a very old person who's maybe suffered many heart attacks, I, uh, I slipped, I, my ass fell onto the porcelain, uh, soap holder on the side of the wall. I, I shattered it, and when I fell onto the bathtub floor, 
the shards went into my left ash cheek and left leg. I went to the hospital and got 11 staples in my body. Um, I'm on the mend. I've been posting updates of my ash cheek on the Twitter page. So if you haven't seen those, go give it a look. It, uh, it belongs on bestscore.com. Uh, but just so you guys know how dedicated I am to this podcast, uh, but right before I went to the emergency room, I was bleeding out. I had two towels pressed up against my ass and my leg, but while I was doing that, right before I left to the emergency room, I, I went on my computer and I exported the final file of last week's episode because uh, I did not want anything to happen to it. So you're welcome. You're welcome. Even though it was a couple days late, you're welcome that you got to hear it. I saved it while I was bleeding out. And also to all you motherfuckers who dog me about having a late podcast, you give me no money. Actually, I operate in um in in the negatives here on the horse house. I spend fourteen dollars a month on um a SoundCloud premium or whatever it's called subscription. Um, so really, I am out fourteen dollars every month for the podcast. Stephen and Rudy don't feel like helping. It's okay. It's time for Rudy's Crypto Corner. Take it away, Rudy. Bitcoin super fucked. Elon delivers from evil. That's it. Is that really it? I mean, Bitcoin's like... I'm giving you your own segment right now, and so, you're doing it. You're so doing you know that. how much I would shit and come for my own personal segment? So... During bull markets, typically crypto takes a shit, specifically Bitcoin. And since the stock market's only going up, thank you, Mr. Trump. Um, uh, Mr. Try again. Thank you, Mrs. Trump. Uh, Mrs. Try again. Thank you, Zim Trump. Good enough. Um, because of that, crypto usually, usually takes a shit. So Bitcoin's down like a solid like $1,500 in the past two weeks. Um so everyone try and short it if you can, but if you're going long, then uh then cash in, baby, because this shit. If you're doing if you're doing long term calls, if you're doing Bitcoin options, boy, you fucking you jack that shit up. At a month, we'll be back where we were. But in the meantime, you're fucked and your portfolio is ruined, and your friends don't understand. You say, "I just checked my Bitcoin wallet; it's really low," and they say, "Save it for the podcast." They say, "We don't care." And you, and Listen, you, I was trying you to save it. So and you, you tell them about a Python subroutine that you wrote to automatically trade crypto, and they say, "Rudy, save it for the podcast. Tell us whenever you're rich." They say, "We don't care. Just give us content, content monkey." These are all things I've said before. I do call you content monkey. And then you have to, you have to just go home and and stare at yourself in the mirror and wonder if it's actually you that's looking back. Then you looked at your frame picture of the Bitcoin Cash logo, which is not as good as Bitcoin, and you weep. <sighs> you, Rudy, you, you are so, oh. And that was Rudy's viral audio clip. <laughs> and that was Rudy's crypto corner. And now it's time with that sound. It's time for Tristan's viral audio clip of uh, the week. So a couple days ago, you guys have heard this one. Um, so a couple days ago at the Democratic debate, um, Joe Biden, who has yet to be peacefully and consensually euthanized um was stammering as usual this is joe biden at the dem debate a couple days ago uh, being his usual self unless we make it clear that we stand for human rights we should be going to the united nations seeking condemnation of china what they're doing with a million uyghurs that are then essentially in concentration <laughs> I still assert that that's the proper pronunciation. I think it's Uyghurs. Uyghurs. How does it, how is like what you, uses It's like U-G-H-Y-E-R-S, U- right? Yeah. There's a Y in there. I don't see any sort of W-I-G-G-E-R-S. You can't even spell it. Are we going to bring that it. word back? No. Why not? You're not even allowed to spell it. We must condemnate at the United that, Nations the treatment in Indiana of the Uyghurs at the gathering of the Juggalos. Listen... Listen, gang, I mean, back in the early 2000s, no one knew that was a bad word. Shouts out to Tex Avery. It was bad then. It was bad now. Who's Tex Avery? The guy that did... We were talking about the Warner Brothers thing. Tex Avery was one of the most famous Warner Brothers like, producers and animators of that time period. 
like Bugs Bunny, Yosemite Sam, Elmer Fudd, Porgy a very, Pig. A very <laughs> secular artist. How does, even, how do you know that? Tex Avery? He's famous. Yeah, it's pretty, really? pretty big name. All, I, all I know is Jonathan, Hannah, and Mosley Barbera. Mosley? <laughs> That's not their names. <laughs> all I know is Oswald, Hannah, and Mosley Barbera. Cobblepot. So that was Tristan's following. <laughs> Listen, guys, I really gotta apologize. We're in really just somber <laughs> moods. It's, it's dour days no, at the horse. It, house. it really is. Rudy, you can't say that you're in a good mood. I'm in a great mood. We're all just very somber right now, and it's it, this is so NASCAR is wrapping up soon. Funniest podcast forever. Um, so yeah, that was Tristan's following. So I was thinking the other day, this is kind of a science thing. Uh, you know how like every year uh, scientists scientists say that every year, you know, when you open your mouth, you, you, you keep your mouth open when you sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say that like roughly like, you know, 4,000 spiders crawl into your mouth every year. Scientists don't say that. And um, it's something, three raccoons. I don't, I don't fucking know. And, uh, and so like, I was thinking like you're constantly inhaling fecal matter. Mm-hmm. How many turds do you eat a year? Because like those, listen. Like all how that, many turds do I eat? No, all how many those. Do you eat? All that, the average human? No, all that fecal matter I adds mean, up. We have to establish our terms first. What is a turd? A turd is like a four to six inch long, um, about three to four inches in uh, circumference uh, piece of shit. How would you go for mass with that? I, I don't do. I don't know any sacred geometry. What is the mass, sir? I don't, I don't what know. What is the, the mass weight? of the turd? What is the, the weight? Well, we'll just, um, how, how much does a turd weigh? Uh, what, what is the mass of a turd? Let me Google it. They actually did two things. First of all, the spiders quote, uh, funny thing. Don't know if you guys know this, the, that actually started from a sociological study on how to get people to believe misinformation. Is that true? Yeah. Huh. Um, it was literally invented so that people would parrot it. That is interesting. I didn't yeah. know that. Also, yeah, I can't find anything about what the mass of a turd is. Well, they also did a study um, with um, like surgeons in the OR about like because like it's a thing like like oh god, what if doctor fart while open heart surgery? Then you have oh, fart yeah. in you. It, it doesn't. Um, it's nothing. Yeah, unless like they unless it's bare ass, like less than an inch away mm-hmm. from the cavity, nothing happens. Yeah, like it's filtered out by like clothes and shit. So like the fact that like you're quote inhaling like fecal matter you are but on like a parts per million scale Mm -hmm. yeah so you maybe maybe consume a whole turd in your lifetime oh really not every year i sincerely doubt it that'll make have you ever eaten shit well you actually you do have uh women sit an inch away from your face and just fart into your nose so maybe it's a little bit more. Listen, what I do in the bedroom is none of your fucking business, Rudy. All right. What I do in my shower where I slip is none of your business. They don't call Fuck you Tim. You. They don't call you Tim the Turlet Man Taylor for nothing. <laughs> you were actually trying to reach and grab a turd out of the toilet whenever you slip and fell. And by oh. Tim the Turlet Man Taylor, I mean people use him as a toilet, and he he, he goes. I'm never gonna do that. Hey, quick little thing for all of our listeners to look up. Just go ahead and Google Oblivion Tim Allen for me real quick and watch the video. I've seen that. Yeah. Dude just replaces all the audio files in fucking Oblivion with Tim Allen. So every step you just hear... Cut the whole episode. So speaking of... <laughs> one second, one second. I have two percent on my computer. <laughs> the fuck is it? I don't have my charger in here. Then go get it, Steven. I don't please. know where it is. It, it's a, just. It, I don't know where it is. Dining room table. <laughs> what have you been doing lately? I've been doing a lot of coding. Yeah. I don't sleep anymore. A lot of coding. Oh, Steven's back. Hey. All right. Now, we were talking about Disney Plus earlier in the episode, and 
and um, we all know that Disney Plus has The Simpsons on there now. All of The Simpsons. That's one of the reasons. That's like really the only reason why I subscribed. I've been meaning to binge watch all The Simpsons. Um, even though Simpsons purist will tell you that it was only good from like season one to two. Some will tell you it's like season one to ten. Whatever. Um, but Matt Groening, uh, that old scamp Matt Groening, is now caught up in that whole Epstein thing and. Um, uh, there's some stories from Virginia Roberts Graffy. Graffy. I don't know how Balegde. to pronounce that. And uh, so let's just read um, about what Miss Virginia Roberts Graffy had to do to Mr. Matt Groening on Epstein's Lolita Express. Lay it on us. All right. So uh, Virginia Roberts, uh, who says she was a teenage victim of dead pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. You know, come on. He did so much in his life. That's all they remember him as. as Also not dead. Yeah. Uh, She claims that she was ordered to give an in-flight foot massage to the Simpsons creator Matt Groening, but was repulsed by having to handle his, quote, crusty toenails. Roberts wrote, there was an unexpected visitor. Matt Groening, the producer of The Simpsons, was catching a ride with us. I was so excited as I loved watching the show and acted like a starstruck fan, asking him everything from his initial idea for creating the show to where he got his characters from. He told me it was all based on his own family makeup, but without the crazy father and son scenes of Homer's hand around Bart's throat. We don't give a shit. Get to the pedophile stuff, you dumbass. I was enjoying our conversation when Jeffrey insisted that I gave Matt a foot massage throughout the duration of the short flight. I never turned down a client, but when I saw the shape of his feet, I nearly threw up at the thought of having to touch them. He had yellow, crusty toenails that even someone with a chainsaw would have had trouble cutting through. And then there was the fluffy balls of leftover pieces of sock wedged between the crevices of his sweaty toes. This reads like a really like scathing movie review. No, that and also maybe some like penthouse forum shit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, now that was the real ice on the cake for me. No way I could attempt this, I thought. Then I had an idea. I went to the back of the plane and rinsed a washcloth in warm, soapy water and returned for his dreaded foot massage, but not before attempting to clean them first. Oh, Robert said Graining uh, gave her a signed sketch of Homer and Bart Simpson. What's what's the problem here? That sucks. Uh, In return for my services, Matt was kind enough to draw me two quick sketches on blank paper from his briefcase. Well, that's very sweet. So maybe he didn't know... Let's just assume that Look, we cannot... People are innocent until proven guilty, right? Yeah. So maybe he didn't know about all of the other stuff going on, and literally they were like, hey, this dude's on The Simpsons, let's see if he's down for the clown. And he just rode in the short flight, he got the foot massage, and then they were like, hey, do you want to worship Moloch? And he was like, no, I'm good, thanks. It's very true. I mean, Bill Clinton flew on it like 26 times, and he's not a really bad guy. It is cool that he... uh, But is that the only... Is that the only instance he, of Matt Groening? He didn't rape her or anything. Yeah, yeah, that, that was the only time. Well, he was and on also, the plane. like out of that, she got a character, yeah, uh, like named after her, and in, in a disenchanted or disenchantment. That's where that show came from. <laughs> she was, she, she was, was so just disenchanted with existence. Well, she was after having to. Well, she was going away at his feet with that washcloth, and he was like, "This looks like a 16th century uh, winch." It's a stupid show. It's like a princess. That's. <laughs> That's, that's a big old. So it's like for a me, queen Rudy. cleaning my feet. One more, one more, for, hey, one more for the. Do you want more toe crust, Queen? Bad. You are a bad. man. I save all my toe crust for you. You are a very bad man, Matt Groening. Um, he looked really cool back in the day, but now he looks like just a gross bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's because he hasn't. <laughs> he does. He hasn't had his toes washed in like fifteen years. <laughs> He only went to the Lolita Express to get his. Feet yeah, that washed. was the last known sighting of Matt Groening's toes. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you Dan Schneider would probably help him out. Dan Schneider did nothing wrong, <laughs> and I am I will Done. white knight for Mister Schneider. Yeah, Dan he did nothing wrong Dan except for Dan Schneider. He did nothing wrong except for give millions of children wonderful childhoods with his programs like Drake and Josh. Listen, are you expecting not to suck Jeanette McCurdy's toes? <laughs> Dan, I mean, are you expecting me not to not to um stick? Miranda Cosgrove's big toe my ass. I Wait, mean, come on. Is Dan Schneider accused of being a deviant? Yes. Uh, 
you, you asked that question even though you knew what the answer would be just so you give the the fucking Tim the Toolman Taylor Dan Hyman Divider Schneider stop that's da- wait Hyman's speaking of Hyman's Dan um, get in the van or yeah Dan get in the van Schneider uh, Dan hold her tighter she's a fighter Schneider Dan if her age is on the clock it's time for the cock Schneider go on one more uh, Dan if she's old enough to bleed she's old enough to breed Schneider there you go there you go So yeah, Elon Musk, our good friend Elon Musk, he unveiled his Cybertruck recently, which many people say look look like a glitched vehicle from like an early GTA game. Fuck anyone that doesn't like that truck. I, I want this fucking truck. You guys are fucking stupid. The base model is only $39,000. That's like, not bad. I need all my vehicles to look the same. Nothing can be striking or unique. I'm also the same person that pre-ordered Cyberpunk 2077 and really loved Blade Runner, but yeah, also this truck is Rudy's just horrible. Video Game Corner. It looks like El Camino Monster Truck and i think that's cool it looks fucking badass badass. these are like all the people that are shitting on this fucking truck are the same people that watch like futuristic like with like brutalist architecture like all these movies and they're like that's like a cool fucking future yeah except elon musk is making it happen and you're all fucking sleeping on it yeah pearls before swine elon musk is is making this dystopian future for us and um you guys are all very ungrateful i want everything to be monochrome and steel He's making uh, the the Koopa City from the real the Super Mario Brothers. Film, Didn't Dennis life. Hopper play Bowser? Yeah, in that that's an evil King movie. Koopa. I, I remember watching that movie when I was a kid with my dad on VHS. Really evil. Also, horse house favorite John Leguizamo plays Luigi. <laughs> Is John Leguizamo on that? Love that guy. What else is there? Well, I, so I like, want it at the presser. Joe Rogan bought one at the presser. Uh, everyone was was memeing it up. Because Musk got one of his bulls to throw a, a metal ball at the, at the well, window. They broke it on purpose. I don't know, the publicity. Man. Uh, homeboy lost close to close to a billion dollars. Yeah, but that's that's nothing. That's peanuts for I mean for, for Musk for him personally. It's absolutely not. Yeah, but for his business, it's kind of bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't mean, know. He'll like, lose that much money anyways if well, Bernie becomes but president. But also, like, it scored every points. year. It scored that points much money because like. I don't know, like, he, he owned it. It wasn't like, wow, we boys, we must have a faulty unit from the factory. It was like, hey. Said, room for improvement. Yeah, like, we get, like, testing yeah. and development. And instead of blaming someone, too, he just yeah. had room for improvement. He did. There was, like, a nervous little, I've watched the fucking presser, like, eight times yeah. now, like, back to back. There's a little thing. He just goes, like, well, maybe not that hard. <laughs> just, like, very debated it. Well, every- <laughs> they had some emaciated soy boy throw the fucking ball not true. at That it. dude was Chad. No, he was not. He got he out with his like other me. five bulls in their fucking all black <laughs> in their trench coats. <laughs> what was that shit that Grime was saying about Elon Musk? He has a huge cock. Is that That, that is what shit, isn't it? I don't know. He has a strange torso. He's so cool. You ever look at his torso? He's so cool. Strange. I have no opinions. I think it's full of, like, marbles or something. Elon, I love you. Yeah. I know absolutely nothing about, like... Were you guys into wrestling when you were kids? I really fucked with, like, retro wrestling. Yeah. Like, I find the culture fascinating. Like, it, like it truly is a soap. Like, the the, yeah. the storylines, it's so fascinating to me that, like, they're this, like, slamming of, like, marginalized cultures all come together into one thing. But it makes no... Like, I don't fucking get it. It's so cool. It's so cool, though. Shinsuke Nakamura, Shinsuke Nakamura, that's my guy. The king of strong style. He's the fucking king of strong style. Give him the belt. Yeah, what about, um... What about, uh... What about that one guy now? Have you got that one... There was that one guy that just, like, his bit was, like... Uh, he carried a uh, oil lantern into the ring. Like, he was just, like, a fairy man. And then there was another one where now he's possessed by a demon. That's kind of cool. And now, is his entry music the chant from Monty Python of the Holy Grail? I don't know. Tristan's given up. Yeah, Tristan's fucking dead. Tristan might Tristan. not be a hit single by what? Whitney what? from 2019, Wake up. but he's oh. giving up. Oh, sorry. Oh, Tristan's still asleep. Here, <sighs> Steven. We had those Chinese quaaludes he's been on for uh, getting <sighs> a scrape on his knee and All right. made him very hey, tired. Thanks, guys, for listening to the Welcome to the Horse House. We'll see you next week. God bless. What?